Young people have always been at the center of the gospel and close to the heart of God. In these youth-targeted messages, Bishop Edwin Ogo of the Lighthouse Chapel International delivers the principles of the Word of God in a down-to-earth style that young people relate to and enjoy. Bishop Edwin Ogo is an international minister, evangelist, and pastor of the Adenta branch of the Lighthouse Chapel International. Join us now as Bishop Ogo shares the Word of God. Amen. Work. 
But the songs I have to sing, I find so hard to sing. Teach us how to live like you. Teach me how to sing like you. Teach me how to act like you, Jesus. I need your love. Yeah. Take my life, take my heart, take my mind, take my body, take my soul. Excited. I don't know about you. Amen. The place is charged already. Do one more song in it. Amen. Whoa, oh, 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 oh. 
How many love what? I mean the change that is taking place in you. That you want God to finish what he started in you. Amen. So finish what you started 
is doing in you. I like it, Lord. This is the beginning. This is the beginning of what I want to be. He's changing me completely. Every day I can see it's Jesus working in me. Come on, sing with me. Say, finish what you started in me. I like what I see. What you started in me, Lord. Cause I love, I love what you're doing in me. Finish, finish what you started. Finish what you started. What you're doing in me? Oh, oh, I like what you're doing. Oh, I like it. I like it. I, I like the change in me. Finish what you started, Lord. I like what you're doing. Okay, let's rise to our feet right now with a resounding shout of praise. Let's welcome our father, the bishop, Edwin Morgan Ogo. to be in church today then show it with your loudest hand clap unto the Lord Amen let us pray Father we ask you to speak to us bless us mightily with your wisdom with your light thank you for the privilege to be in your presence we know our lives will never be the same again in jesus name amen you may be seated first thessalonians 5 
21, I'm continuing to share with you on what I have titled Good Things. Good Things. Good Things. Proof all things. Hold fast. Say fast. Say fast. Hold fast that which is good. Hallelujah. Prove all things. Hold fast that which is good. This is the advice God is giving us. And it's not just advice, but it's also wisdom for our lives. Amen. And the wisdom is to mature. To mature. It's not only the 78-year-old man who should maturely descend between good and evil. But as a young boy, as a young girl, you need to mature in your approach to life. Actually, it is very interesting that the one the Bible clearly talks about as the one who will have the ability to distinguish between good and evil, to choose good and to refuse evil, that person in the Bible is a child, a little boy called Emmanuel. Isaiah chapter 7, verse number 14. The Lord himself shall give you a sign. A virgin shall conceive and bear a son. I'm sure you know that when you conceive, you don't bear an old man. Or when you conceive, what do you bear? A baby, child, little boy. And shall call his name Emmanuel. Now, look at the diet of this little boy. Next verse. Butter and honey shall he eat. Not in his old age, but as a little girl, as a little boy, as a young boy, butter and honey shall he eat that he may know to refuse the evil and choose the good. Right from the beginning, he's been brought up to learn from day one. Now, what is he supposed to learn? Are you in the house? Or you've gone home? What is this boy supposed to learn to do? 
biology, not so. Butter and honey shall he eat. Because they say, when you eat honey, you will be able to work maths. So those of you can, who don't understand maths, maybe uh, there's, there's, a, there's not much honey in your brain. Yeah. Yes. So is that what we read here? Butter and honey shall he eat that he may know how to solve maths questions. Butter and honey shall he eat so that he may know how to understand geography. What is he supposed to know to do? To refuse evil and to choose good. Ladies and gentlemen, there are many things you must learn to do. Are you here with me? Yes. As a little boy, as a young boy, you must learn how to brush your teeth before you sleep. Yes. You cannot just eat and go and sleep. Your parents must teach you. Yes, there are things you must learn. You must learn. Must learn to brush your teeth before you sleep. Mm. What are some of the things you are supposed to learn how to do as a little boy, as a little girl? You must bath. If you are a girl, even the boys, we don't mind. The love you do is also serious. But a girl, dear Charlie, you got to bath. Go and run around in the night. Just go and dive into your bed. You know, fine. If you are a boy, you must know how to clean your room. Yes, your room. Yeah, your room must be arranged. The things in your room must be arranged well. You need to grow up with it. Yes. A little girl, young girl, you must learn how to wash your panties. Yes. These are all things you must learn. Yes. Many of you sitting here, you have, no, you have kept them in a bag. A, a polythene bag sitting somewhere inside, under your bed. <laughs> hanging behind your door. Hmm. It's like part of the furniture in your room. Brazier, you have not washed for two years. <laughs> two years. You remember, it was 2015. 2015. March that you washed. March 2015. It's a bit more than two years. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's not, yes, you must learn these things. Because they affect you. Yes. They affect you. If you are a young boy, young girl, you must learn how not to stand in public and put your hand in your face. You don't do that. You don't do that. Picking your nose. 
it's wrong so so if you are if your parents are a certain type they will teach you all these things yes i mean by i mean 18 is too much but 15 14 15 15 you should know how to make pork stew Yes, 15, still. I mean, to boil rice. Some of you girls, you cannot even boil an egg. Yes. How to boil an egg. You put the egg in the water and you add salt. See, listen, listen. Let's be serious. Let's be serious. What I'm saying is that as a young boy, as a young girl, there are things you learn, you must learn as you grow up. But one of the reasons why the Bible is perhaps the greatest book ever in this world, the Bible is unmatched is that beyond the things we learn in school, at home, in society. Now, now, that's why this subject, good things, is, is very important because it is also necessary for you to stop and ask yourself, your mother has taught you good things. Your teacher in school has taught you good things. You have to ask yourself, what does the Bible also teach me? What are the good things the Bible teaches me? What are the things the Bible teaches me are good? And we have stumbled upon one in, um, what do you call it? Isaiah 7, that it is very important that among the things a young boy should learn, you must also learn how to refuse evil and to choose good. Look, it does not come naturally. It does not come naturally because in this world, evil things will not present themselves as evil. The things that will destroy you will not present themselves as bad things. Now, if that was the case, then life would be very easy. Very, very easy. I mean, you know. I mean, like, white is good, red is bad. We all choose white and we are happy. But unfortunately, things don't present themselves. Good things don't present themselves as nice things to choose. That's why it is also a course. Yes, it's a course you must study. How do you refuse good? Because there are times you can even see that something is evil, but you don't know how to refuse it. You know that something is bad, but how to drive it away from your life is also a project. Refusing evil. Otherwise, something should have 
removed Delilah from his life as soon as he saw that she was in alliance with the enemies outside. Ah, that this woman who is in this room with me, the people who want to kill me, have hired her as the agent. And you've seen it clearly that she went out and called people to come and kill you. Only that you were strong to overpower them. Ah! Don't you? Should you not sacrifice a person from your life? But it's not as easy as that. It's not as easy as removing the person from your life. It's, it's a project. It's a, it's, a, it's a World Bank project. To refuse what is evil. You can actually know something to be evil. And rather you are more attracted to that thing. Yes. When you lie in bed, you are thinking about a wee smoker. It's like you are falling in love with a foolish boy. And you don't know how to wriggle. So, so, when I finish this series, I've got about 10 things to share with you. When I finish, I'm now going to show you how to choose good things. How to choose. How to choose good things. So, this is it. I'm saying that as a little girl, eh, don't just learn RME or core maths. You must understand and you must learn about good things. Good things. If you don't know what is good, you won't even know how to choose it. So today, we are going back to First Thessalonians 5, verse 21. It says, prove all things. What does the New American Standard Bible say? NASB. Examine everything carefully. Everything, look, when we say everything, we mean Everything, which includes the speaker, which includes the camera, which includes your shoe, which includes the people who come into your life. Don't just bring anything around you without examining it carefully. Don't just take things at face value. Oh, that boy is a good boy because he has tucked his shirt in. Since when did we use tucking of your shirt in? Examine everything. Everything. I hope you are listening to me. Yes. This message is important for the little boy. It's also important for the 60-year-old man examine everything because things do not or are not as they appear things are not as they appear there are a lot of mirages yes there are a lot of unreal things examine little boy examine Little girl, look, if you are a young little boy here 
and suddenly you are there and oh I can't wait to start sharing with you how to examine oh yes so, you're a little boy you know seven years eight years and suddenly someone begins to like you somebody a man just likes you buys toffees for you chocolate oh wow Fred it's this, this, this don't just say oh you've got an uncle who gives you chocolates yes he may be a homosexual who has come for you to baptize you in evil yes Tell your neighbor, examine everything. Yes. And then, when you examine, you are going to discover, and, and you see, let me go back. Let me go back. Let me take it again. Yeah, I'm taking it again. Listen. You see, the reason why you must examine things very carefully is that there are many fake things around things. And so you can look, you can never call anything good or bad if you have not examined it well. If you've not interacted with it and passed it through some filters. You cannot just stand here and say that the boy at the back, because there is blue on his sleeve, he's a bad boy. Or that guy who is wearing some yellow shirt, yeah, the way he is sitting, it shows that he is respectful. You cannot, see, you don't take, you don't make judgments from afar without examining. Learn the art of testing people. Hmm. I can't wait, please. I need to hurry up and finish this and start how to examine. Yes, because you will learn then that to, how, to, how to examine, you yourself must be correct. That's the first thing. You, you must be good yourself. Yes, before you can tell that something is good or bad. Yes. yes. You must be good. If you are not correct, you will always... do evil things and think you are doing good. You see, see, not that, you see, like, if I steal your pen, like now, if I steal this beautiful, is it pen or pencil? It's a pen, wow. If I steal this beautiful pen with a red rose at the top, is it a gift? Oh, wow. I want to see the person who brought it. Good, wow. That's a nice friend you have. God bless her. Now, listen, listen, listen. I'm preaching all. I'm saying that if as I'm passing up and down, just you know, manage to steal this pen. To me, right now, right now, by pocketing this pen, I know I have done something wrong. I've taken some of this pen. I've stolen a pen. But there are some people who can take this pen and rather think that he has been good to her. I, I don't know how. You see, one girl got pregnant 
with somebody's husband. Yes, a girl. Somebody's husband. Then I blasted her. Yes. I said, no. I said, you can't do this. It's wrong. You, you can't. Now, the girl had a certain attitude. But the next time I heard from the girl that I had rebuked, she sent me Psalm 23. No, listen carefully. I'm saying that you, you, you yourself, you must be good. What is in Psalm 23? The Lord is my shepherd. That you are thinking I'm an evil person, but the Lord, you see, God, God endorses such behavior. The Lord is my shepherd. I, there's nobody who has sent me all the six verses of Psalm 23. That's the first time I said text message. All the six. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. I know what I said. Like that man I've got, he's my green pastures. Hey! He makes me lie down beside the soul. You see, why am I preaching something that is for next three weeks? No, I'm saying that if you are not a correct person, eh, you may not even know when you are living an evil life. And this person genuinely believes that she has done the right thing. There's nothing wrong with what she has done. There's nothing wrong. Actually, she, she actually sees me, the one who rebuked her as an evil person. Yes, I'm evil. I am a hypocrite. I am evil. Mention all the titles. I am. You, you, you. I may be good to you, but I'm an evil person to somebody. Yeah, so, so I'm saying that when we say good things, good is relative. That's why there's a university course you must do to learn how to choose good. And the first thing you must do to learn how to choose good is that you must be correct yourself. But enough of that because it's for later. It says, when you examine everything, like when I ask for this to be done and I see it, I should not stand at the back and say, wow, courage, this is beautiful. What? A, this is, wow. No, you see, when you see people, if I want to, somebody advise me, I shouldn't say wow too much. Yes. It's just an advice somebody gave me. Very important person. You see, because it's like, you've not even come close to examine that. Is this frame metal or wood? Is it plastic? You you cannot stand far from something and make a judgment. Don't be a person who is easily impressed. It is only upon careful, the word is there, it's the Bible. I didn't write it. It's only upon careful examination that you will know that something is bad or is good. Examine people. Know how to talk to somebody for five minutes and know the person. 
which makes that you yourself must be a certain type of wise person. And a little boy can be wise. Examine. And then, when you find, you see, most of the time, when you examine something, most of the time, you realize that a lot of things are fake. But once a while, you will come across good things. Now, when you find a good thing, look, I I didn't feel like ending after this statement. No, no. I feel I've made the statement of the day. When in your life, as you move up and down, you go to school, you are at home, you meet friends. When by your own system of analysis, you find a good person, the Bible says, hold him fast. Fast. The, the word is fast. Don't allow even two seconds to pass after you discover that the shoe is a correct shoe. Hold it fast because most shoes are Kumasianos. There's a boy, there's a girl in your class. You may think that you are all little girls and boys. But as you are looking at the girl or the boy, she she is actually an agent of Satan in the class, class three. The things she will say to you, you won't believe that you are hearing, ah, what are you saying? Class three girl, you know these things. Yes. So you must learn as a little boy or a little girl to know. Huh. You think evil will come into your life when you are 43? Right now, it is in your life. That's why I say you must know how to, to, to drive evil people away from your life. When you find something good in life, eh? when somebody teaches you that this thing is good, hold it. When somebody tells you prayer is good, hold it. Fast. Fast. So today, I want you to turn your Bibles to Psalms. As I share with you, One good thing. Psalm 73 verse 27. Just two verses. And we are going home with that. For lo, they that are far from thee shall perish. Do you want to perish? Thou hast destroyed all them that go a whoring from thee. All those who are far from God. This is David speaking that anybody who allows a distance to exist between you and God, you will perish. 
you will perish. You will be destroyed, utterly smothered by evil. You will go mad. You will die before your time. Perish. He says, you have destroyed. David had, had analyzed and seen that God has destroyed all those who went a whoring. You see, a whoring, whoring is, the word whore is another word for a prostitute. And when you see the word prostitute, you, you are just talking about lustful things, lust of the flesh. You know, so, you've gone a whoring from thee. Give me New Americans and that Bible. Let's see what it says. Who are unfaithful to you. Like you've got your wife and you are now chasing a prostitute. Give me NLT. You destroy those who abandon you. But this is not too strong. Even though, I mean, it's a great word, abandon. But the other words help you to understand how you actually move away from God. That you begin to like things you must not like. Relationships you must not be in. Books you have no business reading. Websites you have no business visiting. You see, t- today I'm talking about distancing yourself from God. You see, you see, David had done his research and realized that those who abandon God, they perish. Go back to King James. They perish. All those who are far, they perish. I'm talking today about a very important good thing, which is in the next verse, verse 28. But it is good for me to draw near to God. I'm talking today about the good thing called closeness to God. It is a good thing. <laughs> One which, 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 as you are learning today, you must hold fast. 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 It is good for me to draw near. It is good for me not to allow a distance to exist between me and God. That I may, I said, I have put my trust in the Lord God that I may declare all thy works. It is good. My dear friends, today, God is telling you that one of the good things you must hold fast. See, to hold fast means it's almost like fast. And when you hold it, don't let go. Hold to onto it tight and fast. There are people walking about who don't care whether they are near God or they are far from God. It's like it's almost like it's not what they think about. They rather care whether they have got money or no money, or there's food at home or there's no food, or what, what other things people care about. 
they care about how they look beautiful that's that's one one big one they, they care about i mean is my hair okay have i come it well is it nice i've come it well wow wow are my eyelashes all, all right or or three are stuck up is, are they all right my eyelashes very good very nice check check and see Perfect. Oh, oh, beautiful. So as I'm walking in town, my hair is combed nicely. My eyelashes. Please, is my makeup okay? It's, it's fine. Just, just bl- I should just blush. Just a blush. Okay, that's all. All right, just, just a minute. Is it okay now? Beautiful. Yeah. That's what they care about. That's what they care about. Am I looking nice? Is my shoe okay? Is a shoe here? No comment. So as she's walking, as she's walking, she, she, I mean, like every eye must come, come and see, come. Hurry up, don't waste my time. You see, she buys the shoe that one you see. You see so she's very tall. Okay, 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 okay. Stand here, stand here, stand here. Remove the shoes. Remove it. See how short she is. Now wear it. If I catch you wearing this type of shoe, because she will not come to church with these shoes again. Today's the last time. Is it not true? So as she's walking, go to the sister in white and tell her, tell her that I'll see her after church. Go and tell her. Hurry up, tell her I'll see you after church. Then hurry up and come. It, it's, it, it's nice, isn't it? Do you like the shoes? You like it very much? Okay. Do you know whether you are far from God or you are close to God? Do you know? I know. You know. You know that you are what? Far or close? She's, she cares about how she appears. The chains, the hair, nicely cut, the earrings, the shoe. People care about these things. How do I look? But few people care less 
about whether God is near them or God is far from them. That one to hell with that idea. I don't care. But today, if you are a believer, you must care about your closeness to God more than the shoe, the hair, the rings, the chains you are wearing. Yes. A Christian shouldn't be worried about these things. This is not what you should be worried about. A Christian, th- th- this one, it, it, don't. But anyway, I mean, she made a mistake to wear this. She won't wear it again. Because when you fall down right now, your, your, your lips, your eyes, your nose is, 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 gets broken. I mean, what nonsense is this? My dear friend, listen to me very carefully. Your friends in school, there are a lot of things they care about. You see, that's why I'm, I'm, I'm going through the pain of showing you what is good. What is good? Because when you step out of here, you'll find that your friends are chasing things. But you must know, oh yes, you must pass your exams. You must study. You must do all A, B, C, D. But you must also understand that as a Christian, there are certain things that are important to you that the world will never mention. But thank God that in the church, you have the privilege to hear what is good. And today, listen very carefully. Look, it should worry you whether you know or you don't even know that God is with you. Yes. I'm teaching today. It can be part of the things, the questions you ask yourself. You don't uh, just uh, whether your mouth is smelling. You have to ask. No, it's a question you must ask yourself. Am I near God? Is God near me? Am I far from God? This thing I'm doing, is it, is it driving me far from God or it is drawing me closer to God? You must ask yourself. I'm, I'm giving you one of the things you must be worried about. Are you near God? Because the Bible says that it is a good thing. And Paul told the Thessalonian church that if you find something that is good, hold fast. Always ask yourself. This girl, who is my friend, and the text we are exchanging, is it really, no, no, you have to ask yourself, is it really drawing me closer, like my friendship with you, courage, you have to ask yourself, since you came into my life, have you drawn closer to God or you are rather now far? It's like by my, by my godlessness and carnality and the influence I have on you, it's like you don't even pray. Everybody should have a measuring tape. Spiritual measuring tape you use to measure the distance between you and God. The distance between you and God. Look, right now, it may appear not to matter because when you go to school tomorrow, no teacher will teach you this thing. Yeah. But being close to God may be more important for some of you than even going to school. That's why David said, a day. Look at this. Turn your Bibles to 
well, we are there anyway. But it is also very important. It's also important. He said, turn your Bible to Psalms. We are there. Um, where are we? Psalm 84. Everybody take your Bible and open to Psalm 84. Have you found it, Debbie? Have you found it? You found it? Psalm 84. Verse 10. A day in your court. You know, I'm just introducing this. Next week, we are going to go into the same thing. Yeah, this is a long series. We are not in a hurry. A day in your court is better than a thousand. Obviously, elsewhere. I had rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tents of wickedness. When you step out of the house of God, you are, you, you are in the world of wickedness. Wickedness. Yes. Oh, you don't understand it. Look at it. First John chapter 5. Wickedness. The only place I know where there's no wickedness is the church. This is where you are, my dear. Here. I cannot guarantee anywhere. There's nowhere you can be sure. That is it. First John 4. Um, what do you call it? First John 5 19. And we know that we are of God. Fine. And the whole world, the whole world, the hospitals, universities, the whole world lies in wickedness. Wicked. Like what happened yesterday? The explosion, which looked like the atomic bomb. How did it happen? How did it happen? Gas was leaking around. It's not just gas that was leaking. Well, I don't know if the story is true, but there was a kebab seller. Whose fire caused the explosion? That kebab seller. Why should there be even a restaurant at a filling station? A restaurant. Go to all the filling stations. You see restaurants and rest stops, eating, drinking, supermarkets. And so, even supermarket is fine. But I mean, there should be no fire that we are warming food or we are uh, grilling kebab. How? But somebody in an office. Because of the money you will get from the kebab operator, the kebab wiki doesn't care. What I don't care what is happening to you. I die. I don't care. 
the whole world. You go to a hospital, stood by for sickness, my head, my head, some few tablets, take it and go and sleep. No, admission, drip. Admission, drip. You sit in a taxi, you leave your iPad. The taxi driver sees the iPad. He just stops somewhere and drops the iPad and then he, he continues. So you will be roaming through town looking for, oh, you want to find a taxi driver? Oh, so stop, stop, stop. Oh, I said, oh, say how? Oh, I left my, my iPad. iPad over. Oh, how? Oh, really? Look at that. See, he knows where the iPad is. The whole world lies in wickedness. Human beings are wicked. David said, he would rather be close to God and usher at the door. This is it. Go back. I would rather be a doorkeeper. That's an usher, a quabba lady. In the house of God. I'm talking about good things. That if you are a Christian, this is how your mind must work. That you, you, you want to be near God. And the first thing you do to be close to God is to be close to his house. Be near his house. It's a good thing that you are sitting in church. It is a good thing that be. It is a good thing. It's a good thing, Mary. It is a good thing that on Sunday afternoon you are sitting in church. It's a good thing. Where is God? Is he on the stage? Or is he in this room? Or is he on the speakers? What, 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 where is God? If we knew where God was, we would be near him. Where is, is he in Mampon? Where is God? We want to be close to God. He's nowhere. But at least we know a place which he calls his house. We know a place where he calls his house. And it's not a hospital. It's not a university. It's not any other place apart from the church. Yes. Nearness to God. Number one. Nearness to God's house. Look. If you sin next week Sunday, come to church. My prayer for you is that you should not fornicate. Don't fornicate. But just in case you slip and you're going to fornicate, come to church. Come. Come. Come and sit down. It's a good thing. At least you have neutralized your evil with something that is. Come to church. Never allow anything. That's why David again. You see, that's why he's got a man after God's heart. Yes. Psalm 23, last verse. That's the scripture the, the sister sent me. The girl sent me. He said, Yeah, the, the last verse. Yeah. Last verse, verse 6. Is it 6? Yes. I will dwell. Meanwhile, she has stopped going to church. But she says, I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. That's David. That's David there. Look, you cannot like someone 
without liking the person's house. You can't. That's why I'm happy. Who are those who are here today for the first time? You've not been here before. Today is the first time since you were born that you are here. Let me see your hand. Yes. Who else? Yes. Clap your hands for them. Look. Who invited you here? Who invited you here? Who invited you here? Desmond and David or Gilbert. Who? David. Ah, you don't know. I, you know his name. Yeah. You are here. Are you happy? Are you angry? Are you sad? Are you bored? Whatever feeling you have, just understand that. It's a good thing. It's like, it's like giving you chloroquine. Whether it, is, it tastes nice or it doesn't taste nice or it is whatever, it's a good thing. It's killing some malaria parasites. What's your name? Jessica. It's a good thing. You know, you know, forget about the fact that I don't preach well. Like when I preach, you get confused. Are you not confused? Or it's, it's, it's cray. It's cray. <laughs> yes. Well, whatever it, I'm saying that, you see, I'm saying that whatever it is, whether you are angry, it's like when you are going to school. Some of you, when you were children, they had to beat you to go to school. Even as you have grown up, you are a grown-up still. We must beat you to go to school. But we don't care. Whether you are happy with school, oh. You are not happy with school, oh. Or you don't like it, oh. Or you are bored when you are in school, oh. Or you are excited when you are in school, oh. Going to school is a good thing. You will be a lawyer one day just by going to school. It's not every day when I'm coming to church, I'm, I'm excited. I want to sleep. Oh yes, I want to sleep. But it's a good, just know, listen to me, I'm saying that when you love somebody, when you like somebody, 9.9 out of 10 chances, you will like the person's house. I know a pastor whose beloved lived at the airport. He told me himself. He's a missionary. In fact, well, he's a pastor somewhere. He said he was going to fly to America also. His beloved lived at the airport, near the airport. He went to visit her on his way to the, uh, to the airport. Like, he went to the house to see her off, to see her went to the airport. He was sitting with her when he saw the plane in the air. And the plane took off, bridge airways. No, 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 because, because, you see, when, when, when I love you, whether your house is a hut, it's a mansion, you are in a gutter, you are living under a tree. Where is your high up a carpenter's shed? Once you are there, it's heaven for me. Yes. I just want to be where you are, dwelling in your presence. I just want to worship from, I don't want to worship from afar. I just want to be with you. I just want to be where you are. Dwelling place forever. Dwelling place forever. Forever, not three days. Take me to the place where you are. I just want to be. 
I just want to be with you. Pause or stop. You realize that you that I love and where you are are all in the same song. You see, if you love the you, the, the where the you is is also important to you. I'm telling you, if I love, have you seen, have you seen a cat chasing a mouse? Wherever the mouse goes, the cat likes the place. Why? Because the mouse is there. You cannot claim any love for God, drawing near God, and you don't like his house. And I'm saying today, sometimes you come to church, when the pastor preaches, like, like today, as I'm preaching, he said, preach on! Wow! What a word! Some Sundays when I'm preaching, you are cool. Because the, the thing is coming home. Home calls. Whether you are happy, oh. Or you are sad, oh. Or you are angry, oh. Or you are bored, oh. You must know that church is a good place. The house of God. Yes. I beg you. I beg you. Soon. Some of you sitting here, you are here because you are waiting for your mother to finish her meeting. <laughs> but not everybody here like that. Yeah. Some of you must be here. Because you have told you, go and sit there. When I'm looking for you, I'll come here and find you. <laughs> but some of these ones, they don't need to come here. So I'm saying that right now, listen carefully because a day will come, you will have an option whether to be here or not to be here. It is a good thing to be near God. How do you draw near God? You draw near God, number one, by, by, by drawing near his house. Don't allow any distance. Don't allow any boy. Don't allow any girl. Don't allow any movie. Don't allow any song. Don't allow any party. Don't allow anything to distance you from the house of God. It will destroy you. Don't fall for that temptation. As you grow, you will have three reasons why you want to miss church. Four reasons. Today, a 74-year-old man came to stand there to preach. One of the things he taught us was never to miss a church service. 74 years, he has seen something. Don't distance yourself. Even if you go and steal something and they are chasing you, run to church. We will beat you. And but when you finish, we will still be around. We will join them to beat you. I got born again 32 years ago. 32 years ago. To the glory of God. I have never joked with church for even one day. One day. One day. I'm not a Sunday. I'm not a Sunday church goer, or I'm not a Sunday Christian. When there's church, I'm there. Oh, and my life is better. I've been blessed beyond my imagination. Fight it! Fight it. Because one of the ways 
to draw to 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 to, to be far from God. Go back to that verse. Uh, yeah. Psalm seventy-three. 27. Yes. One of the ways Satan gets you to be far from God. See, the word is thee. Say thee. Thee. Not thee. Thee. Yes. For lo, they that are far from thee shall perish. But I'm showing you that one of the ways to be far from thee, that is God, is to be far from his house. Luke 15, verse 11. A certain man had two sons. The younger of them said to the father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country and there wasted his substance with riotous living. Period. I won't continue. I want to teach you something today that sometimes your relationship with your father has a lot to do with your relationship with his house. This boy, look at the thing. It's not there. There. The word is there. You see, it's a place by relocating from the house and moving to another place called there, his life changed. He, he perished. He perished beyond description. Till he was about, I mean, how bad can it get that you and the pigs in your house are eating the same food? So I'm saying that one of the ways to draw near God is to draw near his house. One of the ways to be far from God is to be far from his house. How do we know? The prodigal son, he left the house. By leaving the house, he was distancing himself from the father because there is always a place where the father is. God has not chosen a hospital to put his name there. He may visit you in the hospital to heal you. But that is not where he has chosen to put his name. There is only one place God has chosen to put his name. And that is his house. Find every, That's why these guys are wise. They are wise. He's got some keyboard to play. A reason to be in church. This video man. He's wise. Because had it not been for this video, he looks like an armed robber, but this time I'm sure he'll be doing some operation around Danfa. Come, 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 come. Come. Look at the beard. This is how armed robbers dress. Are you not happy you're behind the camera has it not been for this camera where would you be by this time sunday afternoon where will you be sunday afternoon which girl will you be with which of them oh, like i don't have a girl sorry you don't have a girl your mouth 
a reason if it's a video you will do camera to operate to be in church find a camera and operate it if it's a song you must sing to be in church if it's chess you must arrange if it's a keyboard you must play if it's sweeping you must sweep if it is dusting you must dust give yourself a reason to be in church That's why we sing in the choir. We sing in the choir because we want a reason to come to church. You have no idea where I've come from to be here. I shouldn't be here by this time. But I've got something to do. I regaled my way out to be here. <laughs> the things that have been arranged to remove us from the church, plenty, including your menstrual period. I shouldn't say it. You're in the wrong church. Fight it! Jessica, I shouldn't say it. Fight it! Fight it! Fight anything that wants to prevent you from coming to church. Fight sickness. That's why you must fight something that is like, when you are not in church, the church will collapse and you cannot stand. I mean, can you imagine a church service without Brother David? So whether he's in his period or not, he needs to come to church. Yes. He needs to be in church. He should come to church with his period. Yes. No, I'm telling you. It's not about you are fine. No, I'm saying that. Can you imagine? And he knows. Don't you love God? David. He loves God. He cannot be at home changing parts knowing that we are in the church where we need music grace has to sing and we can't find David why is David he has gone to change his part at home (laughs) if I was not a pastor I would find some computer or some something to a camera, something find something to do. Find it all. Otherwise, look, you see how quiet the atmosphere is. Everybody, stop. Don't, don't play the keyboard. Everybody, quiet. It's cool atmosphere. It's not like that in the spirit. The winds that are blowing to remove you from here. The tornadoes, the hurricanes, the tropical storms. It's not as this place is quiet. If you are not, if you joke, something will blow you out of the church. That's why we find a video camera and we hold it like that. So as the wind is blowing, because no wind can blow this video camera away. So as I'm, I'm holding tight, I'm in the church. No wind can blow the keyboard away. So by holding to the keyboard, you are in the church. May God give you something to hold. So may God give you something to do. May God give you some work to do. Don't sit in the church as if it's like there's nothing to... I'm saying that nearness to God, to be, to be near God is a good thing. And number one, the first thing, the first way to be near God 
is to be near where his house stand to your feet close your eyes lift up your two hands just lift your hands and pray pray and talk to god lord huh happy or sad i don't ever want to distance myself from church let this let this be my life lift your everybody lift your hands and pray everybody open your mouth and pray speak to god tell him lord i don't want to go i don't want to go this is my home i want to be near church oh yes if it's possible i'll find land that is around the church and buy it and build my house near the church lift your hands and pray lift your hands and pray every i'm saying that the the, the winds that are blowing spiritually coming for you to blow you out of the church if you if you had any idea you would you, you not be happy lift your hands and pray Rimini Makandala Baba Rande Kastibini Masondeka Ramamayandala Baba Open your mouth, I cannot hear you praying Shemini Kaboria In the name of Jesus In the name of Jesus Lord I want to be, I want to be in your presence I just want to be in your presence Dwelling, dwelling in your dwelling place forever. Kaba Baba Satan. I want to be where you are, Lord. Not in the hospital. Not in the university. Shaman Dele Baba Santa. Pray. Lord, I will love church. I will love your house. I will serve you in the house. I will live for you, Lord. I will do your will, Lord. I'll be in your house. Pray, everybody pray that no wind will blow you away from the church. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You love the church. You love your house. I'll choose your house. One day, I prefer one day than a thousand days in the world. Yes. I like your church, Lord. I like your church. Everyone now, let's sing from the screen. Everybody, sing the song. That's where I always want to be. Oh, oh, oh. I just want to be. I just want to be with you. I want to be where you are. Let's go for I it. I want to be where you are. Yes. Dwelling in your presence. Feasting at your table. Surrounded by your glory in your presence. That's where I always want to be. I just want to be. I just want to be with you. Lift your hands, let's sing for the last time. I just want to be where you are. 
step to take in life you don't know jesus christ as your lord and personal savior you want to say pastor please pray with me i want to be born again pastor please pray with me i want to give my life to jesus as every head is bowed and every eye is closed if you are here and you want to be born again just lift up your right hand i want to pray with you right now i want to lead you in a simple prayer of salvation Lift your hand above your head. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to be born again. Lift your hand wherever you are. Every eye closed. Just lift your hand. I want to pray for you right now. And salvation will be yours. Father, we thank you for today. We bless you for the privilege to be in your presence. Thank you for your wonderful and your great blessing upon our lives. Let your will be done, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.